The Three Cents podcast is recorded on Australian soil and we'd like to acknowledge the Turrbal people, the traditional custodians of the land in which we live on today and pay our respects to their elders past and present. Jumbo! Baoni! G'day and welcome to another episode of Three Cents. My name is Sophie. I'm Tyo. And I'm Dara. And we will be sharing three unique perspectives, insights, opinions, and keeping it spicy, right girls? That's right. Well, we've started off our second season of the podcast. I can't believe we're on season two already. And wow. it's only been a couple of months since we actually started. So I'm really proud of us. I actually Very am. proud of us. Yeah. 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 We're killing it. We really are. And we also started the year off with new jobs. All of us got new Woo! jobs. Praise the Lord. Praise God Lord. is yeah. good. Securing the bag. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Absolutely. And I think it's really made me reflect on I guess our friendship and the bond that we have between us three like I definitely feel like especially coming together um, working really closely on the podcast obviously we were friends before but working really closely on the podcast I really feel like our relationship has really uh, strengthened quite a lot I don't know, what do you guys yeah. think? No, it has. And it showed us that we're not just um, a one-facing friendship. Like, mm. we can actually work together. We can build something together as well, which is a pretty big deal. I can say um, I can say that for all the friendships that mm. I have, or people can say that for the friendships that they have. But um, I think it's shown us that, yes, we're friends first, but we can actually do something pretty interesting and big together as well. So. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. I mean, the fact that, you know, we were sending each other job adverts, like when we were like, oh, I think I'm searching for a new job. And we were all like, okay, what are you going to say in the interview? Like, we were mm-hmm. really like, <laughs> we, were, we weren't playing games. And I just think like, you know, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, being a black female, uh, you know, that those spaces aren't always there. Yeah. I Sometimes agree. it's a lot of competition, envy, jealousy, or, you know, people just trying to demotivate you from yeah. succeeding. Um, so, yeah, I'm very thankful for the Three Cents crew. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I hope our listeners end up having friends like you guys. Oh, well done. Oh, oh, nice. I'm not used to being this now, so I feel sick. Anyway. I was going to say, it's a little bit different from you, Dara. But, you know, you know what, we'll take it. We'll take it. I, yeah, I definitely see... I guess, the, yeah, the bond that we have is definitely, it, I think in some instances it can be rare when you compare against some of your other um, friendship groups that, you know, you may have had in the past or the issues or falling outs that you may have had with other people. It Yeah, it definitely does make you feel grateful to have friends that, you know, do stick by you and do actually care about your best interests um, in everything that you do, really. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's great. But I guess, yeah, it does lead me to think about, you know, some of those instances where people are in friendships or have relationships where they don't have that support Mm. or it seems like, you know, you might go to achieve something and the people that are supposed to be closest to you 
like it's like they're not happy for you and i i've actually seen and experienced some of those friendships myself mm. and the way that got snip 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 yeah mm. like too yeah. quick like yeah mm. I, I don't know Especially in our community. Oh my God. There's there's an element of competitiveness and Mm. it just, yeah, it brews a lot of jealousy, which doesn't end very well for um, a a lot of people. And it kind of puts a cap on how far we can go as a community because it's almost like um, only one of us can win. Therein lies your problem (laughs) because if only one of you can win, then we're all going to be losers at the end. including that one who thinks they're winning so yeah it just it doesn't make sense because like I've definitely seen um some influences where they are especially within the black community though they are quite good at shouting out other black businesses and really giving that support um but there's definitely like I don't know this might be dropping a bit of uh, tea a bit early on the podcast but <laughs> you definitely saw you know when we kind of came together and started to do this um some certain people you know certain things that we might have seen where the support wasn't really there when we thought or when I personally thought the support you know should, should be there to kind there. of cheer it on so mm-hmm. yeah it just kind of made me reflect on that a little bit yeah no I feel that completely and you know as especially as an African community or you know the black community it's one of those things where we both lose if we don't support each other. Mm, You know what I mean? Like that, you know, the other person might be, um, you know, upset that you're doing well, but maybe it's just communicating with that person and realizing that you can actually learn from that person Mm. and you can actually both build each other up. Yeah. So (laughs) talking about great people Mm -hmm. and amazing people, I thought the perfect person to have as a guest um, would be Sizzle. Okay, so Sizzle uh, is studying a Bachelor of Laws and um, Psychology at Charles Darwin University, and she was named 2022 Northern Territory Young Australian of the Year. Really yes, wow. girl. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Sizzle. <laughs> so welcome, Sizzle. We're so excited to have you on. I mean, I think you're a perfect example of um someone who pushes themselves to succeed and you know has has really transformed their lives um Mm. as well and we're honestly so honored to have you on the podcast and and to be honest I kind of see why people would be a little bit jealous (laughs) (laughs) like Sizzle's been out there like meeting the prime minister Mm. you know doing great things with her organization and her foundation and I just think you know it's really amazing but like I said we should be supporting and asking questions and not being too jealous anyway Mm. (laughs) so Sizzle tell us a little bit about yourself uh, firstly, uh, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Sizzle Fuyana. Um, I'm the founder and managing director of Fuyana Support. So I started a youth-orientated consultancy firm about two years ago, which focuses on social and emotional well-being uh, for young people. So we cater for all young people, but we do focus, you know, around, you know, our focus is mainly young people in the justice system or at risk of entering the justice system. Um, and yeah, I was a very naughty kid at school. I was like, you know, egging teachers' cars. Like, wow. <laughs> I was, like, I was, so you were I was like, you were busy doing some scrambled eggs on their car. Yeah. <laughs> 
like it, it worked, right? Because Darwin's hot. So yeah. You need the egg on the windscreen. <laughs> Fry it up. Get some toast on the side. <laughs> so, yeah, I was a very naughty, um, you know, kid, which shocks a lot of people because obviously I'm Zimbabwe. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, I left Zimbabwe I when say. I was... <laughs> I left, I left Zimbabwe when I was uh, um, three, so because I lived in England for ten years. So, oh, wow. like this smacking thing doesn't work with me. Like, <laughs> at least some of us were lucky. Some of us not so much. Mm. <laughs> you know, like I like my parents at one point wanted to send me back to Zimbabwe, and I said, "Do it." Wow. Like, you said, "Do it with your chest." If the teachers, if the teachers back home are gonna smack me, I just whip out my own. Oh, oh. You know, like it's not gonna work. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't very defiant. Like mm. I was just like I didn't like people thinking they had power over me. Like mm. like you could be I don't know. Let me not say anything with the war that's happening at the moment, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah, I didn't like anyone thinking they could just like control me. Mm. So I just used to, you know, I used to just backfire. And so I looked at these kids and I went, actually when they just stop trying to control young people and actually just walk with them and help them and you know like it, we overcomplicate our youth like we make it seem like they're this difficult species mm. that we don't even know yeah. whereas whereas it's actually like some of these kids just want love yeah. they want someone that will just work with them yeah. help them achieve their goals connect them to different places that can help them so yeah I started developing programs and I've been running programs in the prison um in schools and remote communities um basically how do we use engagement to teach life skills um mm. that's the key and so um been part of developing strategies for the northern territory government and stuff like that so it's been crazy but it's been good no and it's it's so impressive and this is exactly mm. why why i thought you would be perfect because you know you've obviously gone through a few things in your life and you know you've already pivoted mm-hmm. um to really being an amazing face for the African community. I, yeah. I mean, I know you probably didn't ask for that in, in a way, <laughs> but, you know, we see, um, like, a black young woman being successful and really putting themselves forward and being willing to to really be open about their story. Yeah. And to me, that's amazing. But yeah. Yeah. to other people, maybe not, right? I think some people are quite... Um, either judgmental or they they might try to like pull you down and say oh you didn't do this that great or whatever the story is yeah so is that an accurate um sort of assumption yeah like the tall poppy syndrome um yeah (laughs) yeah very tall yeah (laughs) so has there been specific um experiences that you've had that you felt like you know, I, I kind of wanted a bit more support. Mm. You don't have to bag them. We don't want like too much tea, but just a tiny bit of tea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like especially tea. like from like your like people you I would hang out with like every day. You know, mm. like after work, like I I win the award and I couldn't get the, I couldn't get a congratulations. Oh. Like, wow! That, like normally that doesn't like phase me. Normally I just like, but I'm like these are my people. Like these wow. are my friends. Yeah, that and it's sense. like. Which, yeah, it baffles me, and I I can tell, um, you know, like there's people that are nice to my face mm-hmm. just because like, you know, 
but then I could tell it's like some secret jealousy going on there. Mm. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just gonna back away. Yeah. And to be fair, it has come. Look, I have many. I'm a multicultural. Like my friends are all multicultural, mm-hmm. but it's mainly come from like my own people. Wow, um, that's the sad part. Really. Yeah. You know, which so it's um, it, it has mainly come from my own people, and it just it it's really that I think that's why growing up, like I always to this day, I identify more as a British than I do Zimbabwean because uh-huh. every time I think of my culture. It's like, I don't even know what our culture is. It just feels like competition. Mm-hmm. So I've gone, actually, my white friends, my British friends don't do this. So I, de- I then identified with them. And I know it's so bad, but it, it's, I don't know why my mind works like that. It's just because I can't pretend. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I can't fake if I don't like someone. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at work, I'm professional, but like, <laughs> outside of work, outside of work, I'm very upfront. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I would not be around people that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we wasting our time? Yeah. Like, just pretending to be friends. And, yeah, whereas, like, with my British friends or with my, like, my white friends, yeah. they've always been upfront. Like, right. if we don't like each other, we both move on with our lives. Yeah, like, right. it's... Whereas, yeah, with, with my people, it's like we, we pretend to be friends and then we talk about each other. Yeah. And it's just, we're not in high school anymore. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point that you raised um, because if I, I, I have, like, personally, most of my friends are, are black. I do have a few white friends, but that's generally from, like, I guess, high school days that I've kind of kept along. Um, but like, for example, when we started the podcast, like I, like they were really actively like listening to the episodes, like, and you can tell that they're engaging when they're asking you questions about things that you said specifically in the podcast. Whereas Mm -hmm. some of my other friends that are black, like, it's like, there's, just no, like you can't, I wasn't really seeing much of the support, which is which was quite sad because I would think that I am someone that is quite supportive to the things that they're doing as well. And I, I wouldn't say that I would be, yeah, I guess shutting down their dreams. Like I'm the type of person that if somebody says to me like, oh, you know, I'm interested in doing something that I would actually put in some effort to at least give you some guidance if I do have that. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting that you made that comparison because I could definitely relate to that in some aspects of my life yeah. as well, yeah. And I think it really, and I, like, I'll, you know the guy called Vossi, you know Vossi? Yeah. Vossi. Um, South African entrepreneur, businessman. Yeah. Um, he made a very, um, the video was confronting, like, even when I first went on, it was a bit too much, mm. but after I listened to the whole thing and he makes a good point that sometimes like the reason why we aren't succeeding as, as black people sometimes because instead of going okay so was building a car mm. how can i be good at building tires or the engine it's mm. like no so was building a car i need to pull sizzle down so i can build a car whereas actually wow. if we actually came together mm. it would be so different it would be like you can literally just picture it if we all actually did work together exactly with that same notion that you were just mentioning like we could really do a lot of amazing things like yeah. that's mm-hmm. just the issue really yeah yeah, yeah. i do wonder just, um, <laughs> i do wonder if um this is more common 
in Africans within the diaspora or Africans in general? Um, from my experience, um, even though I don't think it's extremely valid because I left Kenya when I was about 10 years old. So maybe what I was observing back then is yeah, completely irrelevant. But it just seemed a lot more supportive. Like you can go to your auntie's house or just family and even people who are not your family, they're just your neighbor. They're just a lot more close, a lot more mm. collaborative. Um, mm. They just merge so much more easily um so there's just not as much competition but when we came to the western world obviously there's yes. not as many of us there it just seems like anything you do somebody else is trying to one-up it mm. and it's something that i observed with um without giving too much um my parents friends for example just seeing someone oh you built a house hmm hmm Mm. next thing they completely renovate the entire house yeah, or oh, like go and buy like, another house yeah. Like, hmm, yeah I got another house too <laughs> it's, like, it's just yeah. so silly but nothing wrong with going and getting another house but do it because it's something that you desire not mm. because you want to have one up or someone yeah. gets a job here and be like hmm you know <laughs> my, yeah, yeah. my son is a doctor mm-hmm. mine mm-hmm. is an aerospace engineer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mine has two kids mine has three Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's always it's, like a fight but it's just so um common in the diaspora though yes. <laughs> and i don't know what it yeah, is no. or why we do that yeah no that's true because every time i go back home it doesn't happen so it'll happen no there'll be one or two yeah of course but yeah. not like especially down down small yeah. you know like down so everyone knows sizzle <laughs> you know like and everything I went through, like, I spent, like, obviously I went through a really hard year in 2019. I lost my best friend oh, uh, to suicide. And, like, my, my mental health um, declined rapidly. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, in and, out of, in and out of hospital for suicide attempts. Mm-hmm. So, like, I lost everything. lost my job. Like, mm-hmm. I had this car on finance that my parents told me not to go get on finance. Yeah. And I lost my job. And I'm not going, these people are chasing mm-hmm. me for money. And I was actually arguing with, like, debt collectors. I'm like, bro like this, this is my problem right i was like you what do you want me to do like i've got no job i'm like yeah. asking me to pay there so i really like i went through a really hard time and um even to this day i have people that like african people that discredit my story mm. and think that nah, she's, she's too young to go through that and i'm like mm. this is why mental health is never spoken about yeah. because you've got parents who refuse to recognize it mm-hmm. and it was hard it was a really hard year and you know i used to get i get a lot of I copy it a lot when I talk about my story because I'm not your typical 95 ATAR student. I I barely pass. I got D's in everything mm. in my final exams. I got a 37 ATAR. Um, and people are like, oh, don't talk about it. I'm like, no, like these kids need to hear this because mm. if I come in okay. and they're like, oh, the young Australian of the year is coming in, they're going to have this this persona that, oh, she must have been a straight A student or this. But I actually, no, I wasn't all mm. of that. And that's how I relate with them because, like, I, you know, they can see that they can do it as well. So, yeah, it's it's a shame. Um, like, I think I get more support from strangers than I do my own people, mm, like yeah. that that know me. Yeah. And like, and I, yeah, I know, no, and I'm quite blunt about my views on my people. <laughs> I am very blunt. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I, I'm. Like, they'll ask me questions and, I, like, oh, why don't you hang out with Zimbabweans? And I'm like, I don't like some of you. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know how else to answer it. And the reason why I don't associate it is because of the 
tall poppy syndrome or whenever we are together we can't just discuss things like like proper life stuff yeah. instead of just talking about other people yeah yeah or about you know like obviously i enjoy having fun but i don't know like drinking every day <laughs> Yeah, that, that's there's more to life. Mm. Like, don't want I have a drink once in a while, mm. but there's more to life mm. than that. Yeah. And parties and I'm a piano. Like, I go to I'm a piano, but <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what else? There's more. Yeah, that we could be talking about. So I think, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think for me, I've. I've uh, look I've experienced sort of letdowns where you're like or oh, I actually thought this person or this group of people would be excited for me if I mm-hmm. did something like this um and this is like for different examples like for example I used to be like a little pageant girl <laughs> so I'd always have like these competitions and you know there's a little bit of voting involved all of that the people that you're like, oh, they're going to gun for me. Hey, they're going to mm. like share my post. They're going to, they're, they're going to ramp me up are the same people who just like watch my story mm. and they'll just mm. look at the story. Uh, do people forget <laughs> that we can see that we've seen your story? Like, I, I, so mean, like I, I get like 500 views of my story, right? Yeah. Mm. That's but when I post something or like if I posted a thing to be like, oh yeah, just one this or whatever. Mm. Like on my actual thing, I'll get like maybe 150 likes. That's mm. a bit mad. Mm-hmm. No, but and that's I, exactly I, it. Yeah. And I've always questioned it. I've always been like, hmm, what's going on here? Mm. Like, like, the people that are first to view it are never the ones to like anything. Mm. But that <laughs> algorithm is showing you that they're definitely looking. Mm. Sorry. And, and they go and search for your name. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that's what the disappointing part is, is like yeah. having like, things in writing that shows that yeah. you actually don't have that support that you think you do. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it could be something simple. Like, you know, let's say I opened a business. I, I actually, you know, someone thought I opened a business. I don't know why they thought that, but just assumed. Um, but anyway, so they thought I opened a business and they gave me a call and they were like, oh, so you started a business? And I'm <laughs> like, uh, no. And then you could just hear the relief in their voice like they were kind of happy (laughs) that i hadn't like started this venture that i wasn't meant to anyway i don't know what they were talking about but um yeah and and that for me shook me because i was like whoa like the relief in your Hmm. voice is just crazy to me because if like they started a business i'd be so excited i'd be like who can i share it to like look even if i don't have the cash to like you know put in Mm. the money to help you as well you know i'll still pass it along to someone else yeah. that I think would yeah. use your services. Yeah. Meanwhile, I got like a little bit of attitude because they thought I started a business. <laughs> so, that makes sense. So, but the other thing is that, I mean, the African community, um, I, I do find that they can be quite supportive oh, as yeah. well, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to say that, you know, the whole, it's, not, it's definitely not the whole Afri- <laughs> of the African community <laughs> is just, is just fighting us on this. But um, I find that maybe like older, like the older generation for me uh, puts in a little bit more effort to support me. Mm. But... I'm not, uh, that's excluding like family members, no offense, family members, but yeah. you know, like extended uncles and aunties, they're always mm-hmm. comparing extended cousins. They're not even my like 
first cousins. No. It's like cousins three times removed. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh, but did you see Dara's not, she, she didn't get all A's. Um, she's not in the newspaper she's not you know what I mean like they're very like competitive in that way but there are definitely like people in the African community that I've experienced personally where I'm like wow like you don't even know me that well and you're putting in so much effort Mm. or like they'll know my dad and they've probably like seen a picture of me like a couple of times and they're like oh you're voting let me send it to an African group for you you know what I mean so I've definitely experienced like okay there's a lot of support but I've but it's almost like our age Mm. that's just i don't know what the reason is but it's like they don't want us to succeed at the same time so i wonder if it's because we're on the same level playing field that's why we kind of see them as competition and that's where the insecurities come in because it's like you're the same as me in terms of age in terms of everything why why are you building a mansion and i'm and i'm not (laughs) right why are you Mm. doing this and i'm not so you always see yourself as behind or not having what that other person has especially if those are things that you actually desire and i think since it's so prevalent in our community um does that mean there's a lot of insecurity is that why because jealousy can only come from insecurity Mm. so are we saying that Mm -hmm. as a people we are insecure wow well that's a deep thought <laughs> no i think that's she's got a point because um it, it like people begin to feel like they are behind mm. Mm. yeah um especially like me being 21 and doing all of this it's yeah. like people who yeah. are like 25 or like dang i need to I need to be doing what Sizzle's doing. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good point. Yeah. But I think that that goes again to like the whole, I guess a part of it, yeah, is the age thing, the age dynamic and the pressure we put on ourselves. And I guess society puts on ourselves to accomplish Mm -hmm. things by a certain age. And I think maybe that's another element to things. It, It might not even be, maybe it's because they see so much of you and them if you know what I mean like they're like okay you're a black female and I'm also a black female for example and I'm also around the same age and I'm not doing as well as I thought I would be doing Mm -hmm. um so it's like when you see yourselves and other people then it's it feels even worse whereas maybe if it's like (laughs) maybe if you were white for example and I was a black girl and i saw you doing well maybe i would just be like oh that's nice good for her yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like you wouldn't put so much energy in being so upset mm. um so i think it's seeing the similar aspects in other people that really makes it worse for some people don't you think yeah and i think the black community um or even just the african community it's almost like we're coming from a place of being oppressed so already we're behind um you know the white community for example um, we don't have legacy houses in Australia. We don't have legacy properties. Well, I'm not speaking for all black people, yeah. but we're, we're already behind. Um, and even if we speak about black Americans, for example, they went through slavery. They went through a lot of things that oppressed them for a very long time. And it's almost like with anything that 
makes them quote unquote successful mm-hmm. it's like them trying to make it out of that oppression right that they have had for such a long time and out of that comes a lot of competition because everybody's trying to make it out of yeah. that system you look mm. at the story between um i think it was biggie and tupac mm. Those guys literally came for each other's necks. Mm. Now, I don't know what what? the behind story was, but they all ended up dead. Yeah, exactly. So, at the end, everybody became a loser because of the competition that was, um, you know, just hating on each other for stupid reasons. Now, imagine if they were actually on each other's um, support systems. Can you imagine? Like... A lot more people would have gotten opportunities from them. Yeah. The black community would have been in a much better place. But no, they're both they're both gone. All because of hating each other. Who was the other one? The rapper who um got shot Nipsey. in the Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. That's yeah. another person. Same that's it. So so well. Beautiful family, you know, living the great life, helping his community get out of that as well. Yeah. And someone just said, Nah. Doing too good. Like, and it, hmm. yeah, and even back home in our countries, like there's a lot of, <laughs> I don't believe in it myself, but it happens witchcraft yeah. and sending hitmen to kill people because yeah. of wow. jealousy. Like these yeah. things are actually serious. Yeah, they're serious mm-hmm. things, and jealousy is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. We might be de- jealous of each other here in the diaspora, and you probably might not get as far. Um, with it because of I guess the consequences but it's there that mm. jealousy is very dangerous mm. and it's it's exactly yeah. what is making us um, lose you won't you won't reshare anybody's post you will just look at it and be like hmm. mm. nah they can't make it out yeah. they can't make it out you just don't want to believe it and if they make it out you'll go and try and do something to bring them back down yeah 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 well, well, Sizzle, I, I mean, so if you've just brought up, like, you know, the U.S., um, but, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, yeah. um, it kind of sparked in a lot of people, you know, okay, it's time. It's time for us to take up some space, make sure we're seen, make sure we're represented. Um, do you feel like that movement has sort of catapulted in, okay, now we need to support each other a bit more, now that... We, you know, I feel like we all, experience, you know, that whole situation was yeah. like kind of traumatic. Yeah. So I feel like we all felt the trauma at the same time in a way. And um, I have noticed that there is a lot more emphasis on people saying, you know, you know, I love being black and I'm going to support, you know, my black friend. Well, I mean, not friend. Mm. But that's the other thing. Like, why is it that we're, I'm seeing people sharing posts of strangers, but you won't share mm. your friends. You're the people it. you know. So <laughs> is it only black people that are over there in a different country that you should support or what's going on here yeah it broke my thought because i was like wow no (laughs) but we over here we had obviously we had a black lives matter march um i didn't actually attend Mm -hmm. um to be quite honest i i didn't attend and also in our community, like in the Zimbabwean community in Darwin, obviously in Zimbabwe you've got Shona and you've got Ndebele. Mm-hmm. Like those are the main um, languages all. And obviously I'm in Debele, so I can't speak Shona. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I had a few of my friends who are Shona, for example, but would discredit me mm. for being in Debele. Mm. Wow. So then I struggled when the Black Lives Matter happened, the march happened, because I went, but you are racist towards me. Mm. 
mm. and I'm a black person mm. just because we speak the different different but you want to march the streets where right? charity begins at home mm. and I feel like it'll be different in Brisbane no? I mean like obviously there'll be different people but in Darwin that's where I questioned I said so we are when white people do it that's when we want to fight but mm. what about the racism that happens between our own people that's mm. a good point that's that's so that's my only take. Obviously, I support you know Black Lives Matter and Absolutely. you know and racism is a thing, um, but we seem to just like forget that it happens within our own community, mm. and we can't take something like it's almost like if I'm not right in myself, if I can't even engage myself and be my own friend, yeah, there's no way I can bring a guy in and expect a guy to give me the love that I don't have for myself, mm. and that's how I see it with like the movement here. It's like how, how can we demonstrate that ourselves first? Because we yeah. must lead by example. Yeah. We must support each other and love each other and the same values that we want from the the opposition or whatever you want to call it is the same values we, mu- we must demonstrate first. Yeah. That was my only... And obviously, look, it's different, but that's what I noticed. Um, yeah, like, I would get mocked because I couldn't speak Shona. Um, mm. You know, like... Mm. And I, to be honest, if we all if something happens and we all have to go back, we are all going back to the same country. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah. that's why I sit back. I'm like, we are all just gonna go back, you know, to yeah. the same country, to Zimbabwe. And I'm like, it's um, yeah, it really did um baffle me, and that's why I I struggled. Um, but obviously, you're right. The movement has brought a lot of people together. Like I've seen it. Um, interstate, especially like in Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, I've seen how it's brought a lot of people together to mm-hmm. change legislation, to create businesses that yeah. support black people. So mm-hmm. yeah, there has been good out of it. Um, but yeah, in Darwin, it's it's yeah. You might need to move to Brisbane then. <laughs> 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 no, but I think it's great. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I I believe that you're a change maker, and I think you know they're so lucky to have you. To be honest. I definitely think yeah. like if anything it should definitely be um something for not i'm not just gonna say specifically zimbabweans but you know for them to be like oh my gosh look, look at what our people are doing like they're not just doing all the stereotypical stuff that like a lot of white people think about you know africans and things like that like yeah. look at what our people are doing and they have common sense they have a brain like mm. don't yeah that that that's the one thing that is yeah it's quite sad that they're not giving you that support because I think that's actually a really good thing for them to be able to even boost themselves. Like, hey, like mm-hmm. my people are doing this. Yeah. I also have the ability to do something, you know, like yes. that or make it's a change like this person is. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's the thing. And that's, yeah. And even like you spoke about stereotypes, like mm. we have so many stereotypes. Like that is Zimbabwe. Like I'm expect I should be married and I should be a housewife. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even yeah. cook. <laughs> I don't even cook for myself. Like... I like, and this idea of like some guy just coming to my life and trying to tell me what to do, like it's not gonna happen. Like, I'm getting a prenup, for example. Like, oh. I'm gonna make my husband sign a prenup. It's it can like, be necessary. Yes, yes. And everyone, like, you know what I mean? Like, and everyone's like, you set yourself up for divorce. I'm like, well, look. Like, I don't know. I think my values, like, if I look at my values, my compass, right? It's like. My value isn't, you know, like, I'm not focused on marriage. Like, I value my business more than I value a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, unfortunately, that's where I'm at. Obviously, that will change later in life when I'm ready to settle down. But I, I cop it all the time because I'm not your typical, like, 
Oh, this hierarchy that, oh yeah, you're an elder, I must respect you. No, you've come into my presence, you respect me as well. Yeah, it is mm. bad. It is yeah. pretty bad. But even with the, with the BLM movement, yeah, it definitely did a lot of good things for our community. But I think a lot of people are just trend followers. Yeah. They just yes. want to say, oh yeah, I did, I did that much. But yeah, they went and they walked whatever kilometers they walked. Um, <laughs> and I fully respect all the people that went to that march. But a lot of people were just there for the trend. Mm. They didn't go and support any business. Mm. They didn't go and sign any petition. Mm-hmm. Mm. They didn't go and um, do anything that would have actually made a real change to the community. In the middle of COVID, they were sending, um, you know, all these quotes about, hey, stay at home, hey. But meanwhile, they were the ones not wearing a mask, or they were the ones doing this or doing that. Mm-hmm. Now that Ukraine and... Um, you know, Russia is having a war. They're the same ones that are sending us news. They just jump, but they're not going to donate any money to mm. Ukraine. They're not going to do anything. Yeah. There's people who just jump on the trend. Yeah. Because those same people that were posting, yeah, Black Lives Matter, yeah, yes, absolutely, I respect that, if that's all you can do. But they're the same ones that will go and post Rihanna's Fenty Beauty um, <laughs> latest release, but their friend released a nice handbag. And they, and they will never, they will never they repost it. <laughs> they won't even That's donate. Oh, let me just pay 50% and I'll pay the other 50% tomorrow. Like, you, they will never be caught with a handbag. That's why I struggle. I'm sorry, but what is Rihanna going to do for me? Rihanna uh, mm. doesn't know you exist. She doesn't know me. Everyone's posting like her baby. Yeah. Like, congratulations, right? So I want the same attention when I get pregnant. Yeah, right. that's a thing. <laughs> that's right? a good point. No, that's a good point. You know, I'm going to screenshot anyone that has posted Brianna and that bump because right. I'm going to be like, so where's my, I'm telling you, where's my so story much. share? Like, mm. am well, I not vibing? What? You know what? The ones who, um, their friend will, okay, let me go back to the handbag story. Their friend put their nice handbag out for $56. <laughs> I know they said, you're going to say that. That's too expensive. But Rihanna came out with her lipstick of $82 mm-hmm. and he said, uh-huh, I have the money, don't yeah. worry. Yeah. In fact, I'll pay full price. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll be like, yes, support the black sisters. Yeah. Hey. Mm. <laughs> Specific ones. You know who you obviously. are. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, that's a shame. And I think in a way, it's about people really facing themselves. Like I, obviously, you know, coming out of a rough year in 2019, I had to face myself, um, and because I used to be very like blunt, like you reckon I'm blunt now. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, I, wow. I just, just honestly, I used to say anything to anyone. If I didn't mm-hmm. like something, I didn't. I would you say it. like I, I said what I thought. Yeah. Like even if my food wasn't like if I paid for something mm-hmm. and it didn't come the way I paid for it. Oh, I need to be more like words. you. I was yeah. having reviews. I was, Ooh. you know. Oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, but obviously now I still do the same, but it's about how you manage, how you do it. Yeah. Everything yeah. is about how you deliver it. Um, and, you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah. Obviously I had to face myself and go, actually, what's, how do we fight this? What's worth fighting? And because there's some things that are just not worth fighting. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm going to be very honest. Like, friendships, if you want to do some nonsense with me, I'm not fighting for that. Mm-hmm. Like, you, next Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not. We're not in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas obviously there's some like injustices, especially like in the territory, like with the age of criminal responsibility stuff like that. It's about okay, I can see that there's stuff I'm not happy with with our government, but it's like this is what I can offer. Because mm-hmm. too many people go complain, 
but weren't offered anything. Yeah. So it's about changing, like looking at myself and go, actually, so what can I do to help mm. um, the situation? Because what I find is that we can all complain. Mm. Like we can all complain, but like we can all march the streets. We can all complain, but what are we actually going to do from yeah, this? Yeah, that's mm. a good point. You know, and it's very like it's all it's all about delivery. Like, you know, like now I'm like the reason why I get this platform with ministers is because of the way I deliver things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I grill them and I keep them accountable. It's about actually this is what I can offer you guys as well mm-hmm. as an alternative mm-hmm. to this problem. So, yes. Hmm. No, that's a good point. I mean, so I, I guess I'm going all the way back. <laughs> or is it all the way? I don't know, forward. Um, <laughs> but um, I guess another thing is, okay, so you obviously got to meet um, the Prime Minister of Australia. And, you know, what was people's reaction to that? Were people excited? Were they like, what, what's going on? How can Sizzle do this? Why haven't I met the Prime Minister? Or was it... Like, you know, you felt the love, you felt like, you know, all this time and effort you put in. I mean, I know you don't do it just for awards. Um, You obviously have a passion for it. But did you feel like a a bit disappointed or do you feel like, okay, people really supported you in that moment? No, I felt like people, like majority of the people really supported me. Oh, that's good. um, In that moment. Um, but I did notice a difference because I, I shared it on Facebook right then and I shared it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was a big difference. Mm. Like I got, I got, my support came from Facebook. Mm. But Instagram, I was like two or three people. But mm. Instagram, I got the young ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Facebook, yeah I got Instagram the, has the oh, young ones. ones. Yeah, mm. that's true. So it was, um, mm. yeah, it was interesting. I feel like, like people were really keeping up when I was in Canberra. Like, yeah. Really, like, some people were really, and I noticed it as well, like, you know, like, oh. but and I think, like, it's sometimes, like, you, you have to really manage it, bro, because, like, it's easy to get a big head, like, it's mm. so easy, like, whenever wants you, it's like, you know, but you have to not do that, you yeah. can't do that, you know, like, because we don't do what we do for the award, Um, it's for the people, Yeah. Um, mm. and... Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's what's interesting is that you can like see how genuine you are about what you do. It's not like you know you're like okay, let me do this so that the aim is you know I win yeah. this award, you know. And the fact that people can tell that you're genuine should be the reason why they should support you. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but I guess people sort of um, like are a little bit blind to that, or they just decide not to see that element. I'm not sure what it yeah. is. Um, I'm like, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think with me, like, to this day, look, I'm going to be, I, I sh- like, I shock myself. Because when I get these emails that I've been nominated or all this, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I like, you just, I don't expect it. Like, yeah. I generally, like, I don't, like, when I first got the email that I was nominated for the Young Australian of the Year, I was like, there was like 2,000 people in my category. I was like, okay, wow. thanks for the nomination. Like, yeah. I won't make it past nominations. Like, yeah. I didn't think, my you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. oh, I appreciate being nominated, but yeah. I never thought. Even when I was in the top four, I was like, it won't be me. Oh, like, my goodness. Like, That's I still crazy. didn't think. Um, but, yeah, I, it's, it still shocks me. Because, obviously, I feel like, I think with me, I'm I'm, I'm, a, bit, I'm a bit too hard on myself. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, I should be doing so much more. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, yeah, we all resonate with that. We're all very hard on ourselves as well. <laughs> But, um, okay, but I just want some juicy details. Okay, so when you got the award, <laughs> were you like, 
yay or were you like overwhelmed or were you like crying you know just give us a little bit of a okay like when you got the email was it an email that you found out or you was in person right or so they called us and then so when we got told we're in the top four like we had to attend the ceremony we got a phone call and I was like oh my god I was shocked like I was like I was proper shocked and then um we got an email to obviously confirm like what we had just been told and then mm-hmm. I think when I actually got announced because I was really having a rough day that day and I was oh, like I'm not really? going to these awards like I'm like I'm done like I was really having such a rough day I was like I was late to the briefing oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like nah like it won't be me well I'm not gonna go if I'm gonna just disappoint myself and then I had no speech prepared because like it won't be me <laughs> oh really wow. <laughs> so you were just gonna wing it Oh and then goodness. I got called and like the administrator obviously read out my name and I went like all I could think about was like when I was in hospital like wow. like two or three years ago yeah. and like now it was like wow you really literally came from rock bottom like that's yeah. all I could think about you know like yeah that's just how far you've you've come already like, yeah, yeah, and um, <laughs> I saw a post the other day um on on your Instagram. Yes, I'm one of those people who follows you and stirs it or what you're doing. But um, I was like, I laughed so hard because I was like, this is so true. But someone was like, Sizzle is coming for the prime minister's job, and I was like, ah, yes. yes, there you go. And I can totally see it. Like I was like, yep, yep, I believe that. Like if that's what you want to do, it. I feel like you can definitely do it. You know. Um, but yeah. it's amazing, and I and I think you've just given us such a good message, um, yeah. you know, to really keep pushing ourselves, and you know, maybe stop doubting ourselves so much, yeah. um, and then maybe just like you said, focusing on the good of what you're doing, yeah. you know, and maybe yeah. not worrying about oh, so and so got a job promotion, I didn't, like just see what's good about your job if there's nothing find another one um but (laughs) yeah look more um at the purpose of things instead of the outcome of things um and then also i love that you said we really need to reflect instead of complaining like what are we doing to Mm. to solve this like what are we trying and i think that's a really good point to sort of end on because what are we doing as black individual woman in australia to support other black Mm. individual women in australia like what are we doing and i think like our listeners like i think it's such a great thing to reflect on yeah and maybe yeah see see what you can do to help others and don't worry about what comes back there's enough people doubting you so Mm. don't be one of them exactly exactly and i think you know you've said it wasn't an easy road getting to where you got to the point where you didn't even think you'll get that award um and i think a lot of people assume that people get to high places or to successful places the easy way um and hence why they might think um i guess that you got everything handed to you Mm. you didn't really put in much work and they feel like maybe they put in more work and they didn't get the same thing which is where the the jealousy might come out of yeah Mm. but like dara say yes stick stick to your um to your path and yeah absolutely believe in yourself because yeah there's enough people out there yeah don't be one of them 100 thanks ladies Well, the next 
uh, part of our discussion will be more of a game. We're going to ask you or give you several scenarios um, relating to just support in the black community and we want to hear what you would do. So the first one is your fellow black Aussie asks for a discount every time they buy from your business and says casually that you need to reduce your prices as your prices are too high or they're just higher than usual. What would you do? If I've got like the government <laughs> contracting me and paying those prices, <laughs> I'm not reducing them. Not reducing it. <laughs> Obviously like we do we do like pro bono stuff. Like sometimes we run programs for free, like you know, but not all the time. Like, mm. you know, otherwise, yeah, like, I'm, I'm all for discounts and stuff, and it, like, depending on what organisation is asking us to do work depends on our price as well. Mm. Um, sometimes people can't afford it, and we do, and I do things cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but not constantly. Mm. That fine line right. between... Yeah, especially, when you, especially yeah. when you know they have the money, it's yeah. not, that's not the issue. Yeah. They just <laughs> don't want to yeah. pay. So, but this is just a fellow yeah. black Aussie who feels like they should get a discount because you're both black. No. <laughs> In the name of supporting the community. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tricky one because you—it's like there's that that like market mentality. I'm just thinking, like, just yeah. picturing myself in a market. Yeah. When you just something's advertised for ten dollars and you're like, oh, I've only got five. Yeah. <laughs> I've only got five. Can I pay That's three? That's the thing because mm. when you're buying from your 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 friend or your fellow black person. You're asking for a discount, but when you go to Big W, you it says know. it says twelve dollars. You don't go in the cashier and you're like, what yeah. about eight? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you're gonna pay it. <laughs> you exactly. So yeah, no, no discount. No discount. Bye. Okay, so mm. the situation is, so you have this friend um, that I guess you discussed that you want to uh, make some career changes, um, but they don't necessarily think that you're good enough to make those changes. And they kind of give you a sense of discouragement because they believe that, you know, if a black person was to be in that occupation, that they probably wouldn't be successful or they won't succeed so they're kind of like giving you that roadblock what would you do in that situation if someone said that to me yes or you had a friend that was giving you that so they weren't really supportive of your career change and they were also kind of giving you that doubt like hey you're probably not going to be successful in that because you know being black would be a hindrance to that I probably would have done it before I spoke to the friend. Oh, so you're one to like not, do you generally not ask for like advice before you go and do it? You just go and do whatever you want to do. Bold. Like like it's just that, or even if I did go to, if if I went to that friend first, I still would do it. I'm Mm. like, it's just they're not the ones doing it. I feel like too many times, like there'll be people that, have never run a business in their life and they're trying to tell me why I shouldn't do it. Mm. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. obviously, advice, people, people's advice is important, but I'm very careful who I listen to. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to take money advice from someone who's broke. Mm. Mm. Good. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, it's just like, well, people trying to, like, there was a situation where someone was like, oh, they're a millionaire and they made a million dollars in a year. So I was like, oh, I kept quiet, right? Like, yeah. I was just like, okay, <laughs> like, people... But then, like, their, like, vehicle broke down and then where is the million dollars then? <gasps> Oops. 
That's that's all I'm asking. <laughs> just asking no, a simple like, question. She just wants to know <laughs> where's the money at. <laughs> like, I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like yeah. That's mm. where I really just have questions, and I'm like, that made me second guess whether I'm gonna listen to this person again. Because mm. before I used to trust, I used to like properly trust this person. Until that situation happened, I went, mm, mm. Are you sure? right yeah, here. So that's what, yeah. So I would either do it before I even tell anyone. Mm. Like, I did this business before I even told anyone. Like, they saw it on Facebook when I created the Facebook page. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then obviously now, like, as I go along, I've got people who own, like, multi-million dollar businesses mm. in down that I speak to. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, actually, I want to speak to you. I want to have lunch with you. Because you've got to be around people who, you want to be like yeah you know, like, like-minded yeah. yeah 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 love it yeah okay okay well talking about businesses uh the last scenario we've got for you is um let's say you decide to sell your business to a fellow black aussie and of course naturally all your old customers go there um but then the person you sold it to talks down on your legacy um to make it seem like you know they are the better option and you, you did rubbish before mm. she came up she or he came along uh, what would you do when you heard that like if you heard that from a couple of people i don't know i was i'd be like it's got something in my hands anymore i'm like they can say oh. what they want wow why would they buy it in the first place then if i was doing a bad job <laughs> <laughs> they come into the rescue in mm. your opinion mm. um, um so no confrontation no what would i get out of it yeah that's a good point but also like think about it if you sold the business you got your money out of it so okay you paid me and now you're gonna badmouth me that's fine Mm, but you paid me kind of energy (laughs) right what would you guys do though um I think I would actually speak to, I'll, I'll go and speak to the person. If I find out that they were actually talking shit, I actually would go and speak to them and be like, oh, so I heard, I heard that you were talking some shit. And I, especially if I'd known them before, like before I had given them the business, yeah, we're going we're gonna to need to have a conversation. I might need to even rethink that whole situation, really. Mm. Would you take the business back? I, I, maybe I might. I'm, I'm losing money here. So you're trying to tell me I'm giving you money and I'm losing money and you're talking smack about me? Mm. What if they're trembling and they're like, hmm? why would I say that? I'll light the business on fire. <laughs> so your, your former business, you'll light on fire. Well... You said four Guys, months. what's the number for what's the number for the fire brigade? Because I don't, I think I need to save it on my phone. Just Is call it, triple zero. We'll just call triple zero. Call for the fire, <laughs> Please don't all mess. Them, don't, all the backup. Don't don't mess with Tyra and her her businesses or old businesses or her reputation. Yeah. I'll start yeah, telling people don't don't step in that damn place again. And Homegirl will regret it. And then the money, the profit will be going down. Oh, negative. <laughs> I've got a question, right? <laughs> so, say so for example, right? Um, you are working with a client, right? Mm. So you got a business, so you work with a client, mm. and this client is the most difficult client, mm. but they're paying you big bucks. Mm. What would you do? I okay in a work setting. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely am rather calm. I def like okay. For example. 
We learned how to deal with difficult people. I really did learn how to deal with difficult people. At one of my jobs, I was dealing with quite a few um, high net worth clients. And like, you already know when you're about to have to deal with these people and you just know, oh my gosh, here we go. And I literally, but I used to just remove the headphones from my head as they're talking. Like as they're going crazy, I'll literally just remove the headphones and just be like, yeah, I think five seconds, you should be done with your complaining. And then I'll be like, okay, so what are we doing here? Like, I literally will be able to, I literally would just block you out. Like, because yeah. I just keep thinking my paycheck, my paycheck, my paycheck, my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually think that I'm pretty good at separating. Oh, actually, no, I did come from one person one time. But I, it was actually warranted because they really drove me to the wall and I just had to say, I just had to say how I felt. But they were shook, so they knew they actually never tried that shit again with me. So yeah, it, it did work to confront in some situations. I, I'm the same. I agree. Like, I yeah. agree. I feel like people should be held accountable. So mm. I went... I mean, it's funny because I, when it comes to the young people I work with, I've got the most patient. Like, they may throw a chair at me, hmm. like, and I'll still, still stick by them. Jeez. But when it comes to adults, mm. Yeah, the adults, that's the one. Adults, like, you've had enough mm. chances to figure it out. Exactly. Oh. Well, if there's an adult who's trying to change, I'm happy to stick by, but someone who is grown and still acting up. No. But kids use them like, yeah. no, I'll stay. Hmm. <laughs> you give them the benefit of the doubt for now until they cross 18 and then you're going to have a discussion. Yeah. Mm. No, 25. <laughs> wow. A bit lenient. Okay. No, but you know, Sizzle, answering your question as well, I, I think with me, if it was like, you know, I own my business and this client is a, a high roller. Mm. I would just use some of that money to hire someone else to deal with them. Oh, hire, hire. Like, mm, just, Last just month. be like, <laughs> we've got a special liaison <laughs> <laughs> just for you. <laughs> don't call my number again. You don't need to call ever me ever again. This is a highly specialized person mm. who is going to help you. Yeah, and then yeah. I would run away. Yeah. Never yeah, that, I think that's it. my strategy. You'd mm. run away. Uh, See run. I would run far. <laughs> just yeah. just as long as you keep sending the money to the bank account, we're yeah. good. <laughs> as long as you're seeing that alert come yeah. through, yeah. yeah. Then you're like, oh, we don't need to worry about this. See, uh, it's a survival of the fittest out there. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's um, yeah. Because obviously, um, like we deal a lot with obviously kids who are in juvie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's sometimes, because I feel like the kids, they, they worry a lot, especially when they hit 18 and they're like, oh, I just spent six months in, in prison when, you know, mm-hmm. in juvie. And it's like, because people feel like, they, they always feel like that's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, obviously it's not ideal to have a criminal record, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's not, it's not ideal to get arrested, you know, or like, but. It's not the end of the world, and I actually value people. My like personally, I've never gone through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never, you know, been suspended at school, but that's the most um, um I've been through. It. And you know, I feel like kids who have that story are the ones that I would actually hire mm. because they're the ones that get it. Mm. They're the ones that get it, and they're the ones that are then going to try help the next generation. No, Sizzle, so we just want to honour you, honestly, for um, taking the time to talk to us and 
and giving us your insight and opinions and you know we love how straightforward you are yes i <laughs> know <laughs> and, and we and we really just like appreciate all the work that you do because we know like you put a lot of effort and time into it and look if people aren't going to honor you we are no. okay so <laughs> so no really thank you and that's our three cents Thank you for tuning in and be sure to give us your thoughts on today's topic on our Instagram page, 3cents.podcast. Signing out, it's Dara, Sophie and Tyre.